As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey everyone, thanks for checking out Campfire Stories. Did you know that you can tune into our live stream every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, right here on Spotify? That's right. You can listen to our show live every week. But Corinne, you have to tell them the best part. How could I forget? Want to join the discussion, chat around the campfire, or share your own ghoulish and ghostly story? All you have to do is download the Spotify Live app by following the link in our episode description. Nothing to be scared about. Maybe. You can sign up for free or use your Spotify login to join. Then follow Campfire Stories to get notified when our room is going live and we'll save a spot for you by the fire. So remember, you can listen to Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, or join us to share your story on the Spotify Live app available now at the App Store. You bring the stories and we will bring you the campfire. Hello! Boo! What's up, spooky pals? Corinne is coming up here and joining us on the stage in just a second. And then the best day and event of my whole week, and probably Corinne's whole week, and maybe even Ghost's whole week, will begin. There she is. When we're together. When we're together. We're all together. together. This spooky community, which is the best freaking community I'm not biased in the world. <laughs> and we are seeking world domination. If you are, if you randomly happen to click on this, this room, this is basically an Illuminati meeting. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to our pyramids, our MLM, baby. <laughs> Here we are. At least we're transparent about it. Yeah. We're not trying to hide anything. You're consciously joining our cult. Our new website and how it just straight up joined the pyramid scheme on the home. Join the pyramid scheme. We're leaning really hard into this. We are. Almost we as are. hard as we leaned into our belief of ghosts by literally starting a podcast about it. Yeah. All right. Drop a triangle if you've gotten lost in the triangle and are part of our pyramid scheme in the chat because I'd like to see how many of our... Um... Ooh, I like that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to find a little triangle. Ooh, did a ooh you got a caution triangle. one. Yeah, caution. Beware. Ghost stories ahead. Beware. Conspiracy oh, theories this. ahead. Hauntings in your home ahead. Yes. And um, the best day. This week we have no theme, um, which means it's a free-for-all. No. Free for all. All you haunted people can come and tell us all the stories. And then, but get 
I do like themes, but I I will say. What will you say? I do also really like when we don't have themes because we never know what's coming at us. That's true. And sometimes Even when we, we get do have themes, we don't know. True. <laughs> yeah, we're like, we didn't know that could happen. <laughs> <laughs> But at the end of this episode, we will pick a theme for next episode. So get theme ideas ready to go, and we'll ask for them at the end of this episode. And yeah. Oh, but real quick, you guys, exciting freaking news. We talked about this last week at the end of the show. I think before we, we have... were technically supposed to talk about it too. So Yeah, well, we were excited. Whatever. Yeah. We have... <laughs> A live show with Moment House. The tickets, pre-sale tickets are going on sale tomorrow for Patreon donors. So if you want access to tickets early um, and meet and greet tickets early, sign up for a Patreon. And then we'll have general admission going on sale on Thursday. The show is July 21st. It's a virtual event. So you can join from anywhere in the world, wherever you are, July 21st at 5 p.m. Pacific. And it's if you buy a ticket, you can also watch it and mm-hmm. listen to it for, I think it's six days after the live show. Yeah, six or seven yeah. days. Something like that. Seven days. The seven days. You have seven days. Five, six days. How many days is this? <laughs> and um, yeah, it's going to be so fun. Corinne is flying out here to Los Angeles. I know. We're going to hold hands. We're going to tell ghost stories. Yeah. It's going to be guys so hear the fun. crow go, ah, ah, just as we were talking ah. about that? No, I didn't. But this makes me think that we should somehow befriend a crow in the next month <sighs> and invite said crow to be our guest on on this live yes. show. So it's they, just like they the will hanging be out. in our hand. Oh, I was going to say like on our hand or in our on our shoulder. On our shoulders, on our heads. Yes. Uh, also, yes. for the meet and greet, it is video. I feel like we should warn warn people slash tell people that because I think on here we're so used to yeah. just our voices. But but it's video. We are going to be staring into your eyes yes. for the meet and greet. Yeah. You're yes. going to be able to we'll see anything stuck in our teeth, the <laughs> pimples we've popped earlier that day, the whole shebang. We'll be able to see the ghosts in your house, more importantly. Yeah. <laughs> Corinne's, not a, Corinne's nervous about that one. Uh-oh. <laughs> you didn't think about that before this. So I didn't. for putting that in your head. If anybody has some creepy haunted dollies. Set them up so that we can see oh, them behind you. That's such a good idea. Right? And then we'll yes. be like, oh my God, the head of the doll moved behind you. And then everyone will be like, ah! Yeah. Like, yeah. So and then we all get haunted and then we all end up on the other side. What? No, that won't happen. <laughs> what? What? Did you mass extinction of everyone? <laughs> no. No, thank no, you. No, this is not, not a cult. This is just the, just, just a pyramid scheme. Just a pyramid scheme. Wait, Crystal said Samara is creepy. This makes me, I mean, I know our theme for our show will not involve Samara, but it does make me think that sometime in the future of live shows, we have to bring back your Samara costume, Sabrina. Oh, that's a good idea. I don't have that wig anymore. I'll have to order a new one. Oh, yeah. Just get a new one. You be Samara and I'll I'll find some. Maybe I'll be the grudge. (laughs) Oh, that's a good idea. I'll have to get like a little little boy wig because he's a little boy. Yes. Perfect. This will be my body blue. (laughs) I love it. Okay. It's Tuesday. It's 5.06. Let's get this show on the road. The the ghosts in the universe. Uh, You know, you guys know the routine by now. 
let's, I'm going to, we're going to bring people up on stage. Let's try to keep stories to five ish minutes and try to find a quiet space so everyone can hear you. And so we can get as many people up here during the next hour as possible. Without mm-hmm. further ado, I am going to bring up Forever Reaps because that's a spooky as heck name. Wow. That is and really then spooky. after that, I will bring up Lily. Hello, hello. Forever Reaps with the cutest little doggo and little tongue sticking out in the profile picture. Can you hear us? We'll give no. you a moment. Also, I have in my notes from last week that if Debbie is here, I think we were looking for Debbie last hello? week. I think. Oh, hello. Oh, oh hello. my gosh. I'm so sorry. I'm at work and I was talking to somebody. Can you repeat what the theme was? There is no theme. There's, There's no, no theme. theme. Tell, okay, great. Tell Let your ghost story. So no theme. Wow, I'm shaking. I can't believe you guys picked me to come up. That is so crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're um, so excited. Yeah, so it's a really short story. So I'm just going to start off by saying um, I love you guys so much. I started listening to you guys like two years ago. <laughs> and you guys like literally Ooh. changed my life because I was going through like a really hard time working at Safeway and like struggling and my kid was on the way. And I was just really hard in life. And I found your podcast and you guys like really fucking helped me out so much. So I just want to say that first. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we're so happy to hear that. Yeah, so I was like, yeah. And we're sorry you. that you had to go through such a tough time, but I'm I'm it sounds like you're in a better place and we're we're glad. We're happy to hear that. Oh yeah, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Oh, you guys are awesome. But so basically into it, it's uh my aunt is like a uh I wanna say like a medium or anything, but she's just sensitive to things and she always claims she can see ghosts. And in her house, uh she used to claim that like the devil lived there and stuff, and I don't know how much I believe into it, but I had one experience there where uh, I was woken up in the middle of the night at like uh, two, two fifty to three, you know, and people were screaming and it was like this chaotic in the house. Yeah. And I was what? in the basement and they were all upstairs. So I was like, okay. So I run upstairs cause I'm like, Oh, you know, someone's like hurt or something. And they're just like cross and this like screaming at a corner of the room. And I was like, yeah, I was, yeah, I was like, I don't know oh what's going on, but I don't want to be a part of it. Yeah. Frightening. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was so bad. So basically they explained Terrifying. to me that what happened was a woman, an older lady wearing all white with long white hair had walked into her son's room. And this was, she claimed uh, it was like a demon or something and started like screaming in tongues at him. And he was 10, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and so basically what they were doing was like, almost like an exorcist and she was in the corner and screaming at like everyone and i couldn't see her because i don't think i'm sensitive but i just remember like like it felt so real to me and you could feel the energy in my room that to that day like to this day like that stuff still affects me it's crazy whoa okay this house seems terrifying yeah it's it's so also that's traumatic i would never recover yeah, from that so, it's so bad yeah to this day i still like have dreams about it and i'm like oh man i just i hope that was just like nothing so what are the dreams you have about it now uh, a lot of it is she like there's been a lot of experiences in the house so it's like i have a lot of dreams from a lot of things that happen of stories they told me and basically the dreams i have is just uh reviews or like sorry i'm trying to think like a preview of what happened that day of me walking upstairs but in my dreams i can actually see her instead of like in real life i never saw her but in the dream i actually see her and then she's yelling at me and stuff Stop. so yeah yeah it's pretty freaky yeah <gasps> oh i hate this <laughs> what is she saying to you it's it's Ooh. all like i well, can't make out any words yeah. 
but it's like my aunt says she could, and I don't exactly remember what she said. But to me, it's just tongues in the dream. I don't understand anything. Whoa. (laughs) I feel like this is the way that you're you're experiencing things. It's through dreams, but it's a real visitation. She's like trying to get through to you, but you have some protective spell over Uh, you (laughs) that is preventing you from truly like hearing her message. You have this like blurred orb over you helping you. (laughs) Yeah, I hope so. Because, you know, I've had a lot of weird dreams in my life. So I I hope it's not ghosts trying to get to me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, we will... As a community, as a pyramid scheme, we will all unite to make sure to to put out good energy towards you, protective energy towards yeah, good you. Good vibes. Yeah, good vibes. <laughs> yeah, good, good vibes, vibes. only. Oh my gosh. Wow. All good vibes. That is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank wow. you so much for right. sharing that with us. We're so excited that yeah. you got the opportunity to come on and that uh, you left work to talk to us. <laughs> Yes. Oh, yeah. Can you also, will you email us all the other experiences you've heard ha- that have happened in your aunt's house? Oh, yeah. We got a, we got quite a few freaky ones. I'm just so shook right now that you guys actually chose me. So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'll definitely email you guys. Oh, my gosh. Thank okay. you so I mean, much yeah, for email sharing. Us, come back again another week, you know, Heck do yeah. the whole thing. All right. Sweet. All right. You guys have a good one. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, you too. Thank you. That was one way to start the night. Yeah. Starting out real strong. Whoa. I love that it came in and was just like, what's the theme? As if there's so many paranormal experiences that it's like, okay, well, yeah, something will match. I'll be able to to match up one yeah. of my aunt's experiences or my experiences with this. Oh, my so gosh. That is. Okay. Um, I'm going to bring up Lily and then you said Debbie. We were looking for Debbie. Okay, last time Debbie's, Debbie was talking about a gargoyle, had some gargoyle story, and I think oh, we were yes. looking for Debbie. I can't remember if it was last week or the week before, but I have it in my notes that said, I wrote, start with Debbie, gargoyle. So if okay, Debbie's well, here. Debbie, gargoyle to- Debbie. If- <laughs> gargoyle Debbie, that's your new nickname. If you are here, um, Lily, you are up with us. Hi, can you guys hear me? Hello, Lily. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. I'm like so scared right now. Sorry. <laughs> scared <laughs> because... Of ghosts or because of no, ghosts? because I'm so afraid, and the fact that it says that there's like 200 people in here is just scaring me. Um, yeah, but no one can oh. see you. You're it's okay, you can, yeah, just, yeah. Um, they're all I, I, I do this from my bed, I'm like chilling. We'll just, I also have together. major ADHD, so if the story goes like every which way, sorry about that. That's kind if, of our yeah. If you story. scream squirrel, we'll we'll just go on the ride with you. <laughs> yeah, we're here for it. Okay, so uh, let me just get started. So this is kind of so I kind of witnessed this, but it's also my parents' story too. So basically, we um, every summer we rent a cottage in Michigan, and so this was our first time renting a cottage in Michigan. That was, oh, oh my God. I'm like so nervous right now. Sorry. No, you're no. doing so well. Yeah, you're doing amazing. Oh, thank you. So we rent this cottage in Michigan and this was our first year because we got into like this private club sort of thing through one of my dad's work friends, Ooh, except that fun. it's kind of creepy because it was, the club is in Epworth, Michigan or Ludington, Michigan, and it's called Epworth Heights. And it was Let's see. Can I go out of the app? Can you guys still hear me if I'm out of the app? If you're out right now, we can hear you. you. you Basically, it was founded in 1894 by a group of Methodists. 
which I'm guessing that's a sort of religion. Mm -hmm. So in this place, there's just Mm -hmm. creepy old church and there's like a bunch of rules where you can't go to the beach on Sunday. And my family's not really religious. So we're just kind of chilling with all these religious peoples. But anyways, beyond the fact, uh, we stayed in this cottage called Isle of View there. And the first night, the first couple nights, it was fine. But then my grandfather, who likes to like explore and look through things, found some old newspapers. And when he was looking through these newspapers, um, they just kind of disintegrated. They were so old. And we were like, great. Like, now we have to clean this up. Now the owners are going to be so pissed at us. (laughs) Um, also i'm just but, i'm that honestly gave me more heebie-jeebies and so many ghost stories because i'm just picturing how like the filmy weird feeling of like an old newspaper i hate i hate the way it feels so now i'm just picturing that um, yeah exactly gross exactly and so we were like oh great let's get the vacuum we cleaned it up but then after he went through all this stuff it's almost like he like woke these ghosts up because after that we started to like endure a lot of things which I was younger at at the time so I kind of like didn't really believe in the paranormal or it it spooked me so I didn't really like want to think it was real but my parents who I mean they're not skeptics but there's parents so they're trying to like protect their kids and say oh no ghosts are real and so yeah exactly they don't want you to be scared there so. so basically There was this attic level in the cottage that my that was like converted into a bedroom. So my twin sister and my cousins were sleeping in that room and me and my other cousin were sleeping downstairs and my parents were in the living room and they just heard footsteps upstairs. And so they went to check it out and everyone was asleep. So they were like, oh, that's weird. Someone must have like gone up to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. But so they came back downstairs and they kept hearing these footsteps. Um, so they were just like, oh, OK, that's weird. Maybe there's an animal. And then later in the night, my dad goes to sleep and he was sleeping. I don't know if it was the same day or if it was a different day, but he was sleeping in a room with my little sister on an air mattress. And so he goes to bed. And my mom was sleeping with me because I was scared. Um, she's sleeping in my room. So basically... <laughs> I still have my mom do that sometimes when I'm like almost yeah. 30 years old. Yeah. Well, especially like in a scary cottage, like you do not want to sleep in by yourself. Right. It was like old, so it was already eerie. Yeah, but no. besides the, that, I didn't realize there was anything going on. But basically my dad goes to sleep. He lays down and he just feels the bed like go down. And so he like feels someone sit on the bed. And so he's really confused. Mm. He looks around for my little sister and she's asleep in her air mattress. And so he just got freaked out after that. And then um, that's horrifying. the last thing was just kind of, it's all just kind of like different things. I feel like they were just kind of messing with us, the ghosts or whatever. But they would just like, my grandma noticed that in the room they were my grandpa and my grandma were sleeping in and he like rustled through the papers there in that room. They kept seeing like people just walk really fast 
outside of their like window. Oh, I hate that. Oh, I kind of like I'm I'm I don't know, based on what you were talking about with this place and the people that were there, I'm so nervous that these weren't ghosts, at least the people walking outside and that they were real people just doing like strange, creepy things around the cottage you were staying in. Yeah, I want to think that. Honestly, I feel like it it was either an animal or something else because this place was on this all the other cottages are by each other but this one is like up on a hill in the like in the trees and there was like five sets of stairs to get up there and they even have like for the old people they have like these little like escalator things that you can like sit on and ride yeah. up the hill so it was just kind of freaky fun. Like, <laughs> My goodness, yeah why was someone walking past um, right there's no reason yeah. for them to and so that's the way you're describing it like quick quickly walking by and like sort of twitchy and and oh yeah yeah it just it's it's creepy so creepy it's giving me like the vibes of the stories from the appalachian mountains or like the the night marchers in hawaii just like spirits or entities or something that you just should not be interacting with but are surrounding you and it's that's so scary yeah and i i don't know you guys can look at the history of it it was for a lot of like stuff before it became this like cottage area it's called Epworth Heights and it's in um Ludington Michigan hopefully I don't get in trouble but I'm for saying this but um we no longer rent cottages there so we're glad but that was the last time we rent we rented that cottage because we were like we're done with this and then the next cottage we rented it had actually been built up because um I don't know why this basement part wasn't being used and me and my cousins being, I don't know, just like adventurous in this other cottage. We were like, oh, there's a basement in this cottage. We should go check it out. And it was locked. So we went through the like drawers in the kitchen and we found an old key. And so we were like, oh, this must be it. So we tried the key and it worked. And we go into this basement and it looked like it was just abandoned. I don't know if the people that owned it had kids or anything, but there was like this old rocking horse. It was literally like a horror movie. I don't know what it was, but there was also eyes painted on on the walls, like in neon. You know, when you go to like, like an inside mini golfing place where they have those neon like black lights. That's what it was yes. like. It was like painted wall. The eyes were yeah, painted I like wish, that? Oh my God. I used to have Polaroids of it from when I was in my Polaroid camera phase. I wonder if I could. That also makes it creepier that you took Polaroids. Yeah, I did. I, well, because I, <laughs> I thought it was like antique vintage looking. So I was like, ooh, let me take a picture of it. And then there was like this old velvet couch down there. Like one of the ones that have like, it's kind of like a bed. Do you know what I mean when I say that? Yes. Okay. Like a day yes, bed? Yes, kind of. And then there's just like blocks on the floor and this old rocking horse. So yeah, that was not that was not the best. Not I know that rocking horses not the vibe you're going for. and like any rocking chair, or anything like that is supposed to be like you know peaceful. You're relaxing or like a children's toy, but they are so creepy. They just add to the ambiance. Like it doesn't even have to be. It could be a completely yeah. modern home, neatly built. Everything is like super white and clean and if there's a rocking horse or a rocking chair in there i'm gonna be like this place is haunted so scary yeah 
So that one, we didn't really experience very many things. My sister only saw uh, someone walk through their bedroom because basically the bathroom was connected to this bedroom that was that used to be like, I don't I don't know. It wasn't supposed to be a bedroom because it was on the only thing on the main floor and was it was connected to the living room and on the other side of the bathroom. But the bathroom was like a walkthrough bathroom to the kitchen. I don't know, weird setups because they were old houses, but she saw someone walk through the bedroom at night and our grandpa, he's, he was a little crazy. Um, so we thought, oh, he was just like, you know, going on a cigarette break and didn't know how to find the right door. So that's what we thought it was, but we were talking with him and he was like, no, I was asleep. Like, I didn't walk through your room. And so my cousin and my sister were sleeping in that room and they saw that and they were like, yeah, that's not fun. I don't know if we were just looking for something to go like to be haunted because we stayed at a different cottage in that club group of cottages. So I don't know if we were looking for something spooky, but yeah, they're just like a very eerie feeling because they also have an old hotel there that's now built into a museum. But one of the rooms of the hotel um, is set up like an old hotel. And there's like, they used to have the baby cribs outside on the porch because they thought it was better air for them and stuff like that. And it was just this old wooden crib and like old, old beds and stuff like that. Yeah, it was, Whoa. it's. We need to, I want to do research on this place. I, I, I have lots of questions. I know. I kind of want to go yeah, there. I wanted, I want to go camp there and go to the cottages and go to the resorts and everything. Corinne. Yeah, you gotta prove you gotta prove your Methodist though. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, well, oh, really? Well, yeah. My dad had to like write a letter to them, and they were like, "Oh, yeah, we're." We, he kind of lied. He was like, "Oh, yeah, we're so religious. We go to church like every weekend, blah blah blah." And we've I've never been to church in my life. Well, once, yeah, <laughs> once with one of my friends. That's it. And so I'll just say I'm curious to learn more yeah. about it, and then maybe they'll let me. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Be like, okay. Be like, you're Whoa. you're trying to look for the history or something like that. They're yeah, they're very like, big on yeah. history. There. So many great things so. from people who've who've come here. I'm not at all looking for only ghosts. So. <laughs> yeah. It's just wow, Lily, thank you story, yeah. so much for sharing this with us. This is yeah, super yeah, creepy. Yeah, no we have another thing. On and our you did such a great now. job of telling it. I, I'm gonna have to show this to my parents later because they're gonna be like, "Oh my gosh, this is the podcast you've been talking about." <laughs> Aw, well, thank you so Bring much. Bring them into the triangle. Yeah, yeah thank you so much, Lily. Thank you. Okay, well, first of all, Lily, I should have said it more. You did a great job telling that story, and it was very well organized. Yeah, so um, great. And also, now Corinne is being sorry. called to uh, visit that place. She's coughing, but I've been I was fine all day, and then all of a sudden I've been coughing like nonstop during this whole thing. So I've been we every time I'm off, you, today, I'm though. coughing. So uh, yeah, we've sorry. been talking a lot though today. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to bring up Christina and then, oh gosh, I want to say your name correctly and I know I'm not going to. Give it your best shot and then we can be corrected by them when they join. Darius Ellen. Darius Ellen. Oh, I'm sorry. Go laugh at me, Corinne. Hi, Christina. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. $15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hi. Hello. <laughs> so um, I was going to share about like my house is super, really super duper haunted. It was actually built in. It's actually we live in an apartment and our apartment actually where they were built as military barracks for World War Two families. So Ooh. in like 1940, Ooh, lots of history. Yeah, 1942, and um, our kitchen is actually retrofit because when they first built our apartments, it they were people didn't have like electric dryers. So my dryer is actually in my kitchen, which is super inconvenient. Oh, that's fun <laughs> because my washer yeah. is clear across the house from my where my dryer is. So. Oh my gosh, you have to drag your wet clothes over to the other part of your house? Yeah, basically it's from the door to like basically our front door, which is clear across my kitchen. <laughs> you know what that makes me think of? It's That's so scary because if you're lugging your wet clothes, there's so much opportunity for water to spill on the ground and for your feet to go through. And I feel like I would accidentally leave like a wet footprint trail and then freak out thinking that like the crone or like some horrifying water spirit is haunting my house <laughs> yet yeah, yeah, now you just made me fear la Llorona coming into my house i know me. sorry <laughs> <laughs> way to go corinne <laughs> and so like our um but we're pretty sure um because the area that i live in we live i live in montana so the area i live in is we're super it's a super historical area so there was a lot of mining and a lot of native people living around here and actually um, pretty close to our house, there used to be um, an old Catholic church with a cemetery. And so when they built the new Catholic church, they didn't move all the bodies. So basically when you go down this one street, you can actually see the houses are not actually even because When they were digging foundations for the houses, what they would do is they'd dig down and they'd find a body, like remains, and they'd move the foundation. Yeah. Just leave the body and move the foundation. So the 
we did. Oh, okay. Wow. You know what? Here's, I feel kind of like torn between this because I'm one glad that they didn't disturb the body, but two also like, I don't know, maybe, maybe figure out like a more proper burial. If this body was maybe not properly buried to begin with, (laughs) just disturbing. It's also become, it's also kind of become a problem because of the fact that, um, there've been stories about one of the elementary schools was actually built over part of the area where part of the cemetery used to be. So it hasn't happened in a really, really long time, but it used to be where kids would be, if they were dug deep enough, playing in like the sandbox, would unearth remains. Oh, so no. that became a problem. Oh, no. oh my gosh. Oh, oh, no. Talk about like childhood trauma. Oh my God. Yeah, like I didn't go to that elementary school, so I was lucky there, but I was like, oh, and I, of course, that was the elementary school that my children attended when they were younger, but I didn't find out those stories until my kids no longer were there. So, <laughs> I guess. Uh, oh Christina, can you hear us? Yes, I'm sorry. Somebody tried to Christina? Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I was like, oh no, the sand spirits, they've gotten you. <laughs> yeah, well, but my house is also super haunted, and but the ghosts in my house are actually generally pretty helpful. So my fiance and oh. I have been together for about 15 years and we've been engaged for about 14. So basically we're happily living in sin as we like to say. <laughs> <laughs> and so shortly after we moved into our apartment, so I would say about 11 years ago, um, I had gone out to coffee with a friend one night. And I had, before that, I had washed, I was washing dishes. So I took off my engagement ring and my, and another ring he'd given me and I put it in my pocket. And because people, because clothing designers are not very respectful of, hey, women need pockets too. And pockets were super shallow. And then mm-hmm. I totally forgot that my rings were in my pocket. So I went out yes. to coffee and everything. And when I came oh, home, no. I remembered my rings. I reached in my pocket. I had no rings. So I tore apart, literally tore apart my entire house. I tore apart my car, everything. Could not find my rings. I even went back to the coffee shop the next day. Called the coffee shop. Even went back to the coffee oh, shop because no. they could not find my rings. So... Oh, that is the worst. I think it was like a couple days later, I was babysitting my friend's, friend's son and I had this giant coffee table. And mind you, I cleared off this coffee table. And I was babysitting her son. And I was feeding him. And I put his bottle down to burp him. And when I set his bottle down on my coffee table, there was nothing but his bottle on my coffee mm-hmm. table. And I burped him. And I went to go pick up the bottle to give him a little more because he still acted like he was hungry. And sitting right next to the bottle were my rings. Oh, my God. Were you so relieved? I was, but also, but I was, but I was like um, so frustrated. Were you relieved or were you scared? I was, I was relieved and scared at the same time. I'm like, um, thank you. The other one, yeah. the other one was like we had um a Blu-ray player remote where I had it. We'd lost, I'd lost it for years. It was, it was missing for years, and my Blu-ray player was super cranky. So. I would it, like no universal remote would ever work for my Blu-ray player. So I seriously had to sit down in front of my television 
and wait for the DVD menu to come up. And I was on my friend on a phone on the phone with a friend waiting for it to come up. And all of a sudden I felt a weight in my lap, like just something like drop in my lap. And mind you, and I looked down and I said to my friend, I'm, I'm sorry, I have to let you go now. And she's like, why? What's up? I was like, my Blu-ray remote that has been missing for a literal, for a literal year, just dropped in my lap. Just dropped in your lap. This is wild. Oh, here's the thing. I'm like, is this a haunting or is this like a weird, like simulation glitch where whoever's in charge of this area and your life is just forgetting to like blip different items in and out of existence? Oh, I was going to say there's like a portal to another dimension and things are like slipping and falling through and being returned at weird times. Ooh. Yeah, well, I also think it might be that and also a haunting because as I said, I have little, I have kids and I have three. And when I started dating my fiance, I went from one toddler to three toddlers. And with my daughter, it's like with little kids, with, the, the, with her, she always used to do this thing where she'd put her hand, she sent off to my right, kind of outside of my line of sight when I was doing my makeup, and put her hand on the small of my back, and we were getting ready to go somewhere. And I felt what I thought was her hand on the small of my back, and I'm getting ready to go somewhere, and then I see her walk by my bathroom door while I'm still feeling her hand <laughs> on my back. And I'm like, Ooh. wait. How how small of a hand? Like um, probably like a little kid hand. Like, okay. And then I also would have I've been woken up by that by someone saying "mommy" or hitting a water glass next to my bed. So I'm like, it's never anything malevolent. We do we do sage, yeah. so we sage yeah. it out. We sage our house. So my fiance is um, native, and so am I. So we do sage our house out, so sage can get rid of any bad spirits. But so these are all positive, but it's still one of those things. And then when my fiance's um, his uncle passed away, um, his uncle is a really heavy smoker, and I'm super sensitive to cigarette smoke. And then shortly after his uncle passed away, like right like the day after, all of a sudden in my house, I was smelling like crazy cigarette smoke. I'm like, and all of our windows were closed and nobody was anywhere in our house. Wow. And I was just like, <laughs> I looked at my fiance. I was like, honey, Hello. could you please ask your uncle to stop? <laughs> wow. I, I do love, I love that you do have, I mean, I just feel like oftentimes when people are parents, children, like spirits of children find their way into other parents' homes. Like we don't hear it all that often that there are little kids with like, someone who isn't a parent. So I love the thought that there's this little kid in your house and you're getting surrounded by all these spirits and relatives and every everything. And the kid just wants to like, put it's little hand on your back and, and follow you around that. That's really sweet. And all of your other experiences, yeah. I, I hope they're not too scary, but no, it's more of a, it's startling at first. It's more of like, Oh, and then, Mm-hmm. It's just kind of more of that startling because you don't expect it. And then it's like, oh, okay. And we also have, um, as, as I said, my house is super haunted. I don't know if it, we have like some portal nearby, nearby or whatever, because we also have had it where all of my animals have been out with me, like sitting next to me. And I swear to goodness, I've heard my dog who's been sitting next to me wanting in his kennel in a different room to wanting to get out. 
So I'm like, oh, okay. Is it like a wine? Like he's scared, or is it a wine? Like he wants to see whoever else is in the room. I want to play with the spirit. Yeah. No, it's him. He is sitting next to me. So at the point oh, he's oh. next to me, and I'm hearing an animal in a different room. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. So I'm like, or I will see. I'll have all my animals, and I will see one of my animals, another animal dart by in my house. And I'm like, well, I have two Whoa. cats and dogs. So there is a lot happening in this house. It's like a menagerie of haunting. <laughs> yeah. And so we're, I'm used to it by now. It's just one of those things where it's like, well, okay. Just a normal day in the house. So and- do, your, do your animals who are alive and and with you do they interact you know like when you see your relative and and smell the smoke or feel the little kid's hand or they they do yeah my cat does like definitely she will watch our cats they will kind of stare like well especially when um so our my youngest she's they're 16 almost 17 years old and when We've seen orbs near their bedroom, kind of almost like they're checking on her, on them. I'm sorry, almost like the orbs are checking on my child. Um, I've watched my cats follow the orbs. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen their whole head move. Oh, my gosh. Oh. So I'm able to see it, and I'm watching my oh. cats, so they're noticing it as well. So can I ask a question? Because I'm trying to figure out if it's the house or if it's you. Did you? Have you always <laughs> have you always been open to the paranormal? Because you are experiencing so much. Like I, I do wonder if it's yeah. you and you attract these spirits. Yes, I am a very strong empath, and so is my kid. So is my fiance. Um, my parents' house is actually also super haunted, um, and my so um, and then like my kid there. So in the area that we live, there are a lot of like ghost towns or whatever. And so more recently we'd my we'd gone to this one ghost town and my kid and I we were standing outside of this one building and my fiance went in and my daughter my child and I we stopped dead in our tracks and my kid looked at me and said, Mom, I don't want to go in and then I looked at them and I said, Nope, I don't either. So yeah, we're both super sensitive. So it might be both I think it's a combination of both. Because my, um, I've had a friend. I had a friend stay over who also had experiences in my house. So, but I think it's because they. So partially, it's because they're following me. I think, but partially, wow. it is okay. because I also my house is super super old. It's like the perfect combination. You're in a yeah. space you, which allows the paranormal to come through, but then you and your family amplified whatever this like portal accessibility thing is for the other side. And they're just, they're just camping out in your house. Yeah. And we're super positive and open to all of it. It's like, okay, you're welcome. Yes. As I want to live in your house. house. <laughs> you can adopt Sabrina. She's moving in. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like we have like, Sophie has, and just we, we hope to keep it positive. And so I love it. And that's a great way to also raise your children to be like, we welcome this, but let's just only invite positive energy. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. My um, 17 year old, they have almost, she's, well, they're almost 17. They'll be 17 in September. They have an altar set up in their room, also with crystals. Yes. And I've, and 
we've worked with them about ground, about learning how to ground themselves and to, so they don't always pick up on, because mm-hmm. that's one thing that they really were so, um, talking to me a lot about. It's like, mom, I need to learn how to kind of wall off because I'm picking up everybody's emotions when I go out and that's really hard mm-hmm. on me. And I'm that's like, tough. yeah. Oh yeah, that is, and it's so I, we worked together with, with my kid about how to do that because I had to learn how to do that on my own at a very early age. I was adopted. So I was, my parents are great. My adopted family, they're great, but they're not empaths. And so the empath actually comes from my biological side. And even then my biological mother really didn't learn how to put up any walls. So when I finally did meet her, she doesn't really know how to put up the walls. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn learn that at a very, very early age on my own. Like um I had to figure yeah. out how But how awesome that you're you're now helping the next generation after you given your yeah. skills and your openness yes. and, and just like general abilities when it comes to connecting with the supernatural. It's really great that you're preparing the people to come after you as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I will. And go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say like, and it sounds like you're going to continue having all these great positive paranormal experiences and we can't wait to hear more about them. Yeah. And I will say, I absolutely love listening to you guys. You guys get me through my day at work. Um, I do data entry all day long. So, oh, you have the perfect job for listening to podcasts all day long. Yes, I do. And but I'm switching jobs, so I'm really <laughs> hoping that my new job will also allow me to listen to podcasts. Let us know if they so. don't, and we will we'll send Sven their way. <laughs> strongly worded haunting from our ghost, <laughs> as if we had any control over Sven. <laughs> yeah. So, well, thank you Christina, so much for sharing so. with us, Christina. Good luck with the new job, and good luck with all the spirits. I thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Okay, wait. I have to share with you a thought I had when Christina was talking about the sand okay. pit. And okay. How also, you're back. You need to turn a light on or something. It is I, scary. I can't without – my phone, everything is plugged. I forgot to turn on a light in this room before recording. So the only you're, light the is only coming light from is my coming computer from screen. The computer. I'll turn my brain. It's, oh. ri- it's very scary. It's very backlit. Uh, yeah. I'll turn on – I'll turn on – Another. I'll turn on the flashlight of the second phone that's doing the Ooh. campfire stories. There we go. That's okay, a little bit better. Oh, you really do look like I'm in a campfire now. Oh yeah, it's very scary. Yeah, let's pray nothing else comes shot. towards me. But what I was thinking was when she was talking about just like how close to the surface all these bodies are, and how like people will dig it. Like children, even in a sandbox, will dig and get the bodies. I had this thought because you know I'm a bunker girl, and I would love a bunker in the future. I was thinking yes, you about. Would if bunkers had windows like against the dirt and if bodies like shifted underneath the earth and then one day you're like in your bunker and suddenly there's this this like face of a corpse just suddenly staring into your bunker window oh anyway Prim, that is very <laughs> disturbing you know what i also well, noticed during christina's story is that the the very first time that was maybe the very first time you had a positive spin about a small hand and a child ghost. Well, I think it's because of her, of how Christina was describing it. She felt mm. so positive and like good energy about so many of the different people and animals passing through. I think I just picked up on her positivity. <laughs> I'm just proud of you. This is a big moment for you. Yeah. 
And plus I was putting all of my negative energy towards the the thought of a corpse sinking into my bunker window. Yes, in your so. bunker. That would happen to the bunker you will one day own because that yeah. just fits you. Okay. I'm going to bring up – again, I don't – You you said who I you know, were going to bring I know. I am, but I just didn't want to butcher their name again. So – Hello. Oh, Hi. Wow. How do you say your name? <laughs> it's Darisalyn. Hey, you guys. Darisalyn. <laughs> Darisalyn. Hello. I'm wow. so sorry that for name. my complete butchering that I did earlier. Yeah. No one told my mom to name me that. I don't know why. <laughs> It's beautiful. It's, um, it's a combination yeah. of three names of my family's vanity. So that's, that's it's Dora, Nelsa, Melinda, my two grandmothers and my mother. So that's it. It's oh, oh my gosh, Wait, that's so beautiful. That is so special. Uh, I don't know. Try right. Here's the and thing. so unique. Yeah. I understand your pain of growing up with a name that everyone mispronounces. And it does kind of take a hit. Sometimes when you're like, oh, I just wish it was easier for people to just at the beginning say my name right. So I understand where you're coming from, but we think your name is very beautiful and very special. Thank you. Okay, so my story is really quick, most because like it spanned out in literally a month. So it happened to me, but I was a child still. So um, when I was two, my mom and my aunt decided that they're going to pick up and move to Florida. So they did just that. They got up and they moved and they took myself. Is that yeah, a cat? You hear him? Oh my God. <laughs> of course, Sabrina picks up right away. She's like, forget your ghost story. Where's the cat? Oh, honestly, <laughs> it's so funny because I'm sorry to interrupt your no, story. I, I think I have really, really bad hearing. But the second there's a cat meow, I'm like, where's the cat? What's going on? Where are they? And I can find them. Your cat radar is almost better yes. than your ghost radar. <laughs> 100 percent don't okay. be surprised you might hear him a lot he's very vocal and he has such a pe- like pretty meow too it's so nice it's so cute okay <laughs> i hope he does so um so they moved to florida with myself my brother and then my i call her my aunt but she's my mom's best friend her her children and it was a little upscale and i guess like like the woman before me i'm also an empath and I learned this from like, I went, like I became spiritual for like a very spiritual for like a year, like a Christian spiritual. And I learned that going to church and whatnot. And I guess it's like, I was born with it. So I started picking up at an early age. Someone had died in that house. It was a little girl and she had drowned. So when we moved in there, they separated us, us children, like by gender and they had their own rooms and like every night. Like the door in my room would close and like every morning they had to open it. They obviously knew it wasn't me. So as time went on, just a lot of coincidences before like it got to a point where maybe this isn't a coincidence anymore. So like the drawers would open, but we had a pool in the backyard. And like I said, the little girl had drowned. So before that, we had lived in New York and my mom was always adamant about teaching us how to swim. So unfortunately, when, you know, this occurred, I already knew how to swim. So I was going to be okay. But we were outside enjoying, you know, Florida and the hotness of it and (laughs) the humidity, the humidity of it. And (laughs) we went for a swim. So I guess at this time I had told my mom like about the little girl and how, you know, two years old 
she was like, okay, she has an imaginary friend. Cool. Yeah. So the little girl, I guess, had beckoned me to go into the water while my aunt and my mother weren't there. They had stepped back inside. So I go and I fall in and I knew how to swim. So I was just kicking around, just like going to the bottom. And so my mom and my aunt were furious and they asked me, okay, so why did you go in? Like you could have hurt yourself. And I said, well, the little girl wanted me to go into the water. Oh God. Oh my God. So like I said, it was literally just like, we lived there for a month after that, like pick, like, like the spiritualness, like the spirit activity picked up. So this happened that night. My mom, like that, there was like, it's so it started small. And then after a while it picked up. So from like the doors, like opening now and now and again, now they're banging open and like things are flying off walls. And so the last night they were there, my mom had enough and like she was walking around with the Bible and trying to sage and pray. And she had put me to bed. So like she heard, hears a banging in my, my room and she tries to get the door open and she's pulling the door open and she's trying to like shake it and rattle it to try to get it open. Eventually she does. She finds me on my bed, like, with my arms crossed. Like, you know, I'm like, like the scary movies, like people are like buried alive and their arms are crossed. Yeah. And she's like, nope, we need to go. Oh and like, as they're leaving the house, it just gets worse. So I think. Oh my, oh my gosh. This is like haunted yeah, Hill house. So after that, they leave because she was like, no, this is not safe at that point. But after that, I had a couple more experiences where like I would see things or I would feel things, but like that was the first one that, yeah, definitely, you know, started it for me. And I've been on this road ever since. And do you, do you remember all of this? I do not. And that's, what's crazy for me because I have such a great memory and I don't remember any of it. I mean, so you don't remember the, the, the little girl, like beckoning you into the water. No, <laughs> Honestly, no. I'm glad you don't because <laughs> Yeah. So Seriously. I was talking to my friend about it and I was like, I kind of want to go back just to see. And she's like, no, this is how people die. Like, <laughs> you don't do that. And I was like, but I want to, you know, because I've always been interested in it. So, you know, I get it. I, I have that temptation all the time. Like, let's go explore. No, girl, you could die. Like, this not. Yeah. What if she's been waiting for you to come? Yeah. Out? That is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the, yeah, the water thing scares me so much too, because I mean, it's very unfortunate that I'm really sad, obviously, that this little girl presumably like lost her life and drowned. But there's also here's where I'm in a turn on a child ghost, which is normally the the direction I take. What if it's not actually yep. the little girl? Like, what if there's some demonic or like negative yeah. force that kind of observed what happened, saw the opportunity to pretend to be the spirit and basically draw kids in to potentially do harm. That's what I was thinking, Corinne. Oh, no. <laughs> that would be very bad. I know. Very bad. I also wonder nothing bad happened to because you. Because other people probably have lived there since. So I'm curious what yeah. has happened and hope nothing to people who live there since. How long yeah. were you there in total? But no, that it was literally a month. Oh, because my gosh. <laughs> When they got the funds to go, like they were in like secure, like they're my my mom was like twenty years old, like she 
she, like there was kids involved. So like they got a little bit of money and then they made that impulse decision to go over there. So like the money was running out anyway. Uh-huh. So they needed to come back. But yeah, a month. Literally. I mean, that means like wow. that thing, escal- whatever it was, that spirit escalated very, very quickly. Yeah. That's what's so scary is how much happened and how, how like, oh God, the fact that it was so active and visible and there were so many encounters within one month, it really does make me think of so many of those cases like the conjuring house and stuff like that, where, you know, it, it starts and then it doesn't stop. It just gets like bigger and worse so quickly before it's too late. So I'm glad, I'm glad you guys were only there for a month. One in doubt, move out. Seriously. I was thinking maybe like they, like it was like feeling like, because obviously it's a spirit. So maybe it can observe and like it was figuring out like, oh no, like they're about to leave really soon. Like maybe like it's now or never sort of kind of thing. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So they wanted oh, a ghost gosh, friend okay. to stay with them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's just sad because it's like this story could be sad, but it's also horrifying. And so I feel I almost feel guilty for being so, so terrified and speaking about the spirit like this. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know. It's giving me the heebie I'm not getting well, the best so, vibes. No. On the off chance that it's I mean, t- to be honest, if it's a good spirit, they're not going to be offended necessarily about us talking about them like this. But if it's a bad spirit, then we're going to call you out. And now I'm scared that it's going to come after us retaliation. Well, like I've spoke about it many times as nothing has happened to me. But then again, I keep myself and my home very protected. So Mm -hmm. I can't guarantee, but I feel like it's been, I'm, it's, it's been a, a, a couple decades. Yeah. So oh. <laughs> enough time. Oh, and, and you don't really remember all of the experiences, no, no. which is really, really good. I'd say. Repressed no, or forgotten. <laughs> I, I've done shadow work. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's not repressed. Okay, good. I actually want to start doing shadow work. I had an old coworker who did it so much and she was talking about how incredibly healing it is. I wouldn't do it unless you're absolutely uh, sure, like that you want to go through the your shadows. It's very. Um, I don't know much about this. What is it? Shadow work is when so you're it's your child, like your child self. So everything that oh, I'm gonna cry just thinking about my child. <laughs> so when you're in it, so when um, you're younger, everything that happened, like traumatic, like when your parents would tell you to not act out in a certain way because of fear of like what other people think, it's basically you like sitting down with yourself, like in all your insecurities and your bad emotions and saying like, okay, I'm going to work through all these traumas. So basically you're reliving all your trauma. <laughs> so like I said, like if you, no, if you're not ready to like sit down with yourself and really like put in the work like I wouldn't start it because based on how sweaty and anxious I just got thinking about this I'm gonna (laughs) go ahead and say not ready give it a couple couple more years wow I'm like truly dripping sweat (laughs) sometime sometime in the future maybe not right now I need (laughs) no I need time wow well thank you so much for sharing this well and also we're so grateful you did not get taken by this spirit when you were young Jerusalem right Jerusalem am I yeah okay you're Perfect. saying it yeah awesome well thank, thank you, so, you much. so much for thank sharing this bye bye <sighs> every single story in here is gonna leave me haunted tonight 
these are all thinkers. Yes. For sure. Like, oh. They are. <laughs> Spooky, well, then scary. maybe like next, maybe next week we can come up with a, you know, a m- more positive, happy theme. Maybe. I, we'll see what people want. Everyone. Okay. We well, had, yeah. what do you guys want? Drop your suggestions in the, in the chat right now and we'll. Ooh, the pull oh, out the hat was fun. The pull out the hat. Let's do the pull out the hat again. So okay. we'll give the next 30 seconds for everyone to give suggestions and I will screenshot them as they come in. And then Sabrina or myself will pull out of the hat. Oh, wow. People are really, ooh, these are good. <laughs> hmm. I love this. Are you screening? Are you screenshotting? Oh, I'm screenshotting away. Away. And then okay. we'll do the pull and out. Then- I love the pull out the hat. Yeah, it was fun. Version. Okay, but you you should pull out this time. That's what she said. Okay, I will do it this um, time. God, Sabrina, get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> the pull out? Yeah, you pull out the good this old- time. Okay, yeah, I will. All right. I think I've yeah. screenshotted everything. Okay. Wow, this is going to be fun. Can't wait. So everyone, come back here. Come, you better be back here. I feel like I just like you better I feel like I just yelled back. at a child who like left the dinner table before finishing their dinner. <laughs> you, you come, come back, back here. here. Um, it's because now you're doing your shadow work. You're thinking about all of the traumatic things <laughs> that happened to you. And you finished all the yes. dinner on your plate and it was too much. And it, yep. Now it's yep. haunting you. It is. There are a lot of things that are haunting me. Um, but come back here. All of you, you must. You, it is an order. Um, <laughs> next week, next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, and we will do the pull out of the hat show. And if we don't see you on this side, we will see you on, on the, the other, other side. side. Bye. Thanks again for listening. Here's a reminder that you can catch Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And if you want to join the conversation or share your ghost stories with us, just download the Spotify Live app available in the App Store now and sign up for free. You can even use your Spotify login. Easy. Every Tuesday, we're chatting with you about all the ghostly and spooky encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night and unable to sleep. Hence the campfire. So download Spotify live for free today and follow Campfire Stories to get notified every time we light the fire. We cannot wait to hear your ghost stories. Very spooky. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. 
Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.